Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 830 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Our good friend, he's uh, with the Brownsburg Redevelopment Commission, also the Brownsburg Residents for Fiscal Responsibility, Troy Austin. Troy, how are you? Hi, Rob. How are you doing today? Good to have you with us. Okay, uh, so again, explain to everybody, it's election season. One of the uh, one of the uh, set of big races on the ballot this year is going to be school board in Brownsburg. Also got them on the ballot in Avon and other districts across uh across Hendricks mm-hmm. County, so we want to talk a lot about that. Uh, you are with the Brownsburg Residents for Fiscal Responsibility, who made some endorsements. We're going to talk about that and about why and what's at stake. What is the Brownsburg Residents for Fiscal Responsibility? R- Rob, we're a grassroots effort um, of individual, individuals that came together uh, back when the referendum question was going on the ballot from the school corporation uh, to really investigate, uh, fact check, uh, dig deep, and see what the truth was behind a request that would have ultimately cost our community $150 million with interest over and above uh, the 1% tax cap. And you guys fought the referendum. 
We did. You fought. You it, won. And it was a hard fight. You know how uh, I love winners. Well, we love winners too. But I tell you what, to be a winner with three thousand dollars. Yeah, is uh, that what you guys had? Just about that. Maybe. Maybe. And uh, you had like five people, right? Maybe ten. Visible people. It was like Rocky. You guys were out there. Like you were eating eggs at two in the morning, knocking on doors, right? Um, close. <laughs> Okay, so you guys then, though, uh, you stayed together as a collective, and you actually put your efforts to a lot of good use. You ended up working with the superintendent to get an agreement done. Tell us about that. Yeah, we met with Jim and his, his administrative staff, uh, Barry, Gard, uh, Barry and Kat Jessup over there, uh, for, oh, and John, don't want to forget John, for, uh, boy, months um, on a regular basis, just hammer out the differences that we have between the uh, the school administration and our group. And we came up uh, at the end with something I think that the community as a whole should be able to agree to and support. Okay, so the agreement was that school, and we're, we're uh, simplifying this, but the agreement was the school board agrees uh, to not raise taxes for 10 years, not to raise the tax rate for 10 years, not to seek a referendum for 10 years. In, in exchange for that, you guys agreed not to object to them taking a $98 million bond. Is that right? Is that a, is that a high-level synopsis? That's a high-level. Now, let's toss in there a couple uh, a couple key parts of that agreement. Uh, first of all, um, the school administration has worked with a, uh, a person that they've worked with in the past to come up with some demographics of how our community is going to grow on the low side and also on the high side. And so we got some key... Uh, parts in there that once they hit those thresholds then sure they can go back and seek additional funding if it is needed at that time um, to help our um, our school corporation deal with that growth also uh, another key part is if the state legislature changes things dramatically as far as funding goes then uh, uh, we'll take a look at it again then but they've agreed to come back to the table at that time with us in the community to work through those uh, those issues. Okay, so I bring this up because you're not the you're not what do they call it the party of no. You're not the party of no, right? We're a party. We love saying yes. Yeah, they're okay. Okay. Well, um, now, the, what's interesting about this is the superintendent Jim Snap was a big supporter of this uh, this agreement, yes, right? He, yes, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, uh, and and you guys were a supporter of it. However, the school board had is the ultimately the governing body, so they had to accept this uh, this agreement, right? Correct. And it was not unanimous. No, it wasn't. Three to two. Now, who says... No, no, wait a second. Now, now let, me, let me understand. Who says, I'm going to hand you $98 million without objection. You just lost the referendum on $98 million. But we're going to hand it to you now without objection. All you got to do is pledge you're not going to raise taxes, which the whole premise of doing this now is you say you can do it without raising taxes. Who says no to this? Well, there's two individuals. One individual has been in that seat on the school board for a very long time, used to doing uh, whatever they want to do, and uh, didn't like necessarily somebody else saying, hey, there might be another way. Sure. Another, another individual who said no to it, uh, unfortunately, has taken a paycheck from uh, the school corporation for many, many years and is now retired, but is only used to living within that type of circle yeah so okay so uh 
that that there is the agreement now. It is by a vote of three to two, and we applaud the school corporation for for doing that. I think that's very great that that they had that agreement. Um, because let's face it, a lot of people don't realize if you guys BRFR would have said no to that agreement, you could have fought it, taken it to a referendum. And I've said this many times, and I've said this very openly and candidly. You guys would have won at the referendum process again. Which we were prepared to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but anyway, it passes three to two. So that is official public policy of the school corporation right now. Is that right? That is correct. Okay, so everybody got happy in the end, basically, right? Yes. Okay, now we have school board elections. It's a new crop of folks, three seats up. Um, and uh, this could really impact that agreement, right? Most definitely could. Um, to explain what how this could impact the agreement because it would impact everybody in this community if that agreement gets rescinded. You know, it's just like every every board, every town council, every RDC. You got a new crop of, of members come in. Well, you know, I know they might have made some promises last year, but, you know, we, we kind of look at it a little bit different. Um, so it's, it's very important for, their, for this community to not throw away the last 18 months of work that this, well, I say work, uh, suffering, yeah, bitterness, yeah, um, that uh, the school corporation put us through to get to this point. Uh, so we need in individuals that uh, are going not only to listen to our teachers, and we love our teachers; they definitely have a voice. Uh, watch out for the best interest of our students. But you know, there's a, there's a group out here that pays the bills, and they're called taxpayers. Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, business owners, um, farmers, uh, and also how that... Radio broadcasters. There you go. And also how it affects our town as well. Um, people like to go, you know, and cheer for their special interest group. Um, the BRFR likes to cheer for everybody. And uh, what, it, what benefits everybody uh, is what we're, what we're going to uh, back every time. Get our guest is Troy Austin. He's with the Brownsburg Residents for Fiscal Responsibility, also a member of the Town's Redevelopment Commission. Uh, all right, they have endorsed some candidates. Before we talk about that, you guys kept this group together after the referendum, and you have a Facebook page. And now you guys are equal opportunity offenders. You go after everybody now. Town, the county, uh, fire territory. If somebody's wasting money, you guys are talking about it. You know, it's, it's funny that we have this group uh that we've we fought and we've won uh the the next thing we're going after is the wastewater treatment plant expansion expansion because that will affect everybody uh within our town limits but a lot of people are coming to us and say hey will, will you fight for this for, for me i need for you to fight this this is terrible this is so wrong but we can't fight everybody's battle yeah you know guys hey if you feel passionately about it we're just like you we got together and said you know our community first of all can't afford it uh our our community uh has to find a different way and we're able to do that and you can too you just gotta have the guts yeah uh, because I'm exhausted. I had to retire. I was so exhausted after fighting for four years. It is very tiring. Yes. Anyway, you guys uh, got together and said, we need to weigh in on the school board races this year. Why did you decide to do that? Well, we touched on that. We have to keep this agreement in place, and we have to keep our school corporation moving forward. Unfortunately, uh, it's been treading water for way too long um, on on their history. We're, we're happy. We're glad. We're ecstatic that... Brownsburg has the number three school corporation uh, in the state, but there, there's 
that just proved to us during the last referendum effort, we need new people on there that's able to say, hey, guys, you know, there has to be a different way than this. Is this the only option that we've looked at? Uh, let's get other people here at the table that might be able to uh, share uh, different ideas that uh, might have worked for them and their, their school corporation or forget school corporation, their business. Yeah, because let's face it. If they'd have listened to me two years ago, if they'd have listened to me, we wouldn't have been in this position, right? I mean, did I not tell them exactly how to avoid the referendum? Okay. I mean, not, not to toot my own horn, but you know it. I told them. I said, here's exactly what you have to do. And they listened to that guy from Lafayette that they wasted 60 grand on. Rob, nobody listens to you. That's, that's <laughs> why you needed us. Uh, but you're absolutely right. And, you know, and, and to their credit, they've admitted that guy from Lafayette was a huge mistake. All right, so you guys have endorsed candidates in the uh, in the school board race. We're going to talk a little about this. By the way, uh, public invitation. The teachers union has also endorsed candidates. So I would I right now publicly inviting uh, anyone from the teachers union who'd like to come on and talk about the endorsements that they've made uh, to discuss that. All the candidates for school board have been invited on the show. Some of them have taken it up. Some of them have not as of yet, but they're all invited. Uh, cause I think it's very important, but we want to talk a little bit about some of the people you've endorsed, why you think it's important um, and what's sort of a, a, at stake. So we're going to start out in Brown Township. So the way school board works for people just uh, learning for the first time, three school board races on the ballot this fall, uh, one in Brown Township, two in Lincoln, Everybody votes on all the races. You just have to live in the uh, in the ward in order or the uh, air, the township in order to run for for that seat. So uh, first race out in Brown Township, three people running. Uh, you have endorsed Jen Cox. What did you think about Jen? That was made her the, the best choice from B, uh, BRFRF uh, BRFR standpoint. Well, first of all, full disclosure: Jen Cox has been a huge part of our our organization working uh, for us to make sure that the taxpayers and our residents have a voice in these decisions. I think it, probably what's best, we're very fortunate. We had a huge uh, number of people wanting to fill those seats. They're all great people. And there's no doubt about that. But we had to look at um, about four different things uh, to really kind of check that off bef before we could move on. First off, how do they vote for the referendum? That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Uh, because if you voted for it, you didn't do your research. You didn't fact check. You didn't go ask questions. You just rubber stamped whatever the administration or teachers union was telling you to check. Okay? Because if you went and did, did the homework, that answer was clearly no. Okay? Uh, number two is will you honor the pledge? And... Uh, if you're not wanting to offer their pledge or if you're ho-hum, well, maybe, you know, unfortunately you can't move on. Uh, also, you say that because you guys negotiated in good faith because you feel like you gave up a lot for the pledge. Oh, I, we definitely do believe, uh, you know, we didn't sit down and say, Hey, you know what? Take that off the, off the, uh, new construction or, Hey, you can do without those classrooms. We basically allowed them to have everything that they wanted. Okay. Yeah. In return for just saying you won't raise the tax rate. You won't raise it, the tax rate. I felt like you guys were very giving because, you know, uh, I had this great dream of cutting the tax rate in this town in half. And I think put it in perspective because the last referendum was about raising the tax rate. This Correct. referendum would have been about whether you wanted your property taxes to get cut in half or not. I think everybody needs to understand that if 
the referenda, if this current bond had been fought and taken to a public vote and failed, taxes in this town for many people would have been basically cut in half. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Okay, so I think you guys were very reasonable in your, your thing on the pledge. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. And another point is, and I know, and I know people are going to have different thoughts on this, but one that our group came, came together and said, okay, if you're going to represent the taxpayers, our residents, for the individual running for, for the seat, right? have they ever made a living accepting school corporation dollars from our corporation or any other corporation in the state of Indiana that might influence their, their decisions when it comes to uh, being impartial um, and making those decisions at our school, school corporation level? Okay, that's, uh, so that's sort of the standard, the criteria. Anything else? I mean, those, those are all fair. Those are all, yeah, those are all, those are all pretty good. And I'm good. sure there's, you know, and we beat this around the bush so many times. Um, you know, some people, I said, hey, you know what? They're great. I work with them over here, and, you know, on, on other volunteer uh, Yeah. Because you got areas. kids in the school. We all got kids in the school. You know, um, they're good. But when it comes down to it, as a group, as a core group, we voted. And the vote wins, just like the referendum. The vote wins. Okay, so you go with Jen Cox in, in Brown Township. Correct. Um, uh, Great volunteer for our community. Um, Relay for Life. Um, right now, she's been working very hard to serve our uh, senior citizen, citizen community with the uh, Brownsburg Older Adult Alliance. Uh, so she is very active within our with our community, but also a volunteer for our schools as well. Got our guest is Troy Austin. He's with Brownsburg Residents for Fiscal Responsibility, talking a little bit about their endorsements that have come out for school board race. We do, again, want to say we know the teachers' union has done uh, endorsements, would be more than happy to have uh, one of their representatives come in, tell us a little bit about that. I think this year is so great, and I said this the other day. We've, we had Jen on the show. Um, by the way, we've had people on the show that are running for school board that were for the referendum last time and against, so we are we. it's an open invitation to come in and talk. Uh, and I told Jen this. I said, I think the forum the other night, which I was not able to attend, but I saw basically the transcript, the repeat of what was said, was so great because they were talking about things that have never been talked about before. They were talking about fiscal responsibility. They were talking about knowing what the heck's going on with the Indiana legislature. They were... They should have just let me moderate the debate. They had all my talking points out there. It was so, it was so great, Troy. It was wonderful. Well, you know, when the, when the community stands up and lets people know what's important to them, you know, people eventually yeah. start to listen. And I think it's great the teachers' union is endorsing. I, I think it's great you guys are endorsing. I'm not saying whether I agree with one way or another, the endorsements, but I think it's great that people are out and getting involved. So, okay, so you guys have endorsed Jen Cox in Brown Township. Now, there's two seats in Lincoln, and this is a little odd because you can file for either seat in Lincoln if as long as you uh, – uh, you live in Lincoln Township. You could pick which one you wanted to uh, to run for. Uh, one of those is the uh, the expiring seat that Kim Armstrong is vacating. That's correct. Uh, I guess it would be safe to be say probably not real close with you guys. You guys probably would not have endorsed her if she had run again. Would that be would that be safe to say? That would be safe to say. She did vote against your pledge. Um, she that, sure did. That's okay. That's fine. Um, but the two newcomers uh, trying to uh, replace her, yes. uh, Matt Frege yeah. uh, and Michelle Artmeyer, two people I am very fond of. Both of them. What was your thoughts on that race? Well, that that was a tough one. It sure, it sure was. But some factors. Um, Michelle is a great asset to 
to our town. She serves with me on the RDC. Yeah, you guys are buddies. You're RDC <laughs> buddies. You guys spend buku money on the Redevelopment Commission together. You know, I'd love to keep her involved on the town side, uh, filling those uh, those uh, uh, board seats over, over there. Uh, she does a great job. Uh, we also have Matt. Um, Matt has been... Uh, a part of this community forever grew up here went yeah. to school his dad was was a teacher was a coach yeah so you are endorsing uh a guy whose dad is a teacher so don't act like you guys don't like teachers right we, we love teachers yeah uh, michelle's been in our community with with her husband and and uh their two young sons with with a another baby on the way for about four years matt's just had a little bit more experience uh, uh, with our town and so uh, we look at matt but we we also look at Matt's a doctor. He's well educated. Uh, he also serves on the Hendricks County Parks uh, Board and other volunteer. Um, um. Maybe you could get over here and clean up our parks board if it doesn't work out with the school board. <laughs> well, that's a different. That's a different show. Spending a half show. million dollars on an abandoned funeral home. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. But, but also, uh, we want people that's going to stand up. Um, you know, we got a strong administration over there. We need to have just as strong of a board. And we should point out, uh, Teachers Union went the other way. They mm -hmm. endorsed Michelle. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, that was that's sort of going to be a really difficult one for me um, because they're both great people. I've worked with Michelle on the uh, on the RDC. Yep. Went with, uh, uh, she did great over there, or has done great over there. Matt, I've known Matt for a long time. So that's a really tough race for you guys to call. But ultimately, you guys have decided to uh, to endorse Free G. By the way, what's well, the endorsement well, well, process? Well, Go ahead. When, when it comes down to Matt, also, we've forget a very important part of Matt's history. He's also been a, a school board member for another community uh, here in Indiana. So we're hoping that, you know, through maybe lessons he's learned over there and his time on that school board, he might be able to bring some great ideas uh, to our uh, school corporation as well. And uh, I'll tell you what, that race to me is going to be the I think it's going to be the closest of all the races. I think that race is going to be very, very close, and I think uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see that one, how that one plays out. Um, by the way, it's so nice not to be involved this year. It's so nice to just have guys like you on and talk to you about you guys are doing all the hard work this time. Hey, we, we, get your rest, you know, get your R and R. I'm, I'm so and, uh, glad. Come on to be, back and join. So us. glad to be out of this whole thing. It's nice. It's very nice. Um, and we had Michelle on the show. She's great too. So that'll be she very is, inter is. interesting to watch. Uh, okay, third race. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, there are three people running. Yeah. Uh, it is the seat currently held by Phil Utterback. Correct. Uh, Phil, as you said, uh, now he's an Utterback's an interesting guy. He was a principal for a long time here. That was great. Been around a long time. Uh, actually, uh, uh, if I recall, expressed some consternation over the referendum. Ultimately, voted to move it forward. Correct. Uh, and then voted against the pledge, though. Voted against the pledge, and that has done him. That has done him in. All right, so you guys ultimately decided to endorse Brian Petrates. Correct. Why did you decide to endorse Brian? Brian is a great guy. I've had the opportunity to uh, go through the town's res residence academy with with Brian. Uh, very very knowledgeable, um, a great listener. Um, kind of want to touch on that a little bit. People go, oh, you know what? It's those just those people over there at the BRFR. What they don't see is the hundreds, hundreds, Rob, of messages that we get from our community members, teachers, support staff, uh, senior citizens. Uh, it's a lot. Parents with special needs students. And we all know Brian uh, has a disability. Uh, he is uh, legally blind. 
He works for Bosma Industries, running a $50 million budget up there for them. We want them to have an ear. We've heard a lot of, a lot of messages from them. And we can't, again, we can't fight everybody's battle, but we think that Brian, um, that Brian will bring something to the table to have their concerns addressed. And so we believe that he is a great uh, candidate for school board member, and that's why we put our endorsement behind him, because we think he can bring some some serious positive change. You know, Brian's an interesting guy. I also grew up with Brian. Brian was a year, I think, year under us in, in school. Um, now, what's also interesting about Brian is his stepmother is Donna Petrates. Oh, boy, we had some conversations oh, well, about is, that. This is my point about how yeah. fair you guys are, that she is by no means a fan of you guys, but you guys still endorse Brian because you ultimately felt he was the best person for the job. If, if anybody has a level head and will look at both sides, it's definitely Brian. Uh, me and his mother, Donna, probably couldn't be farther apart. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, uh, somehow uh, Brian's right there in the middle, and I think he's going to represent both sides fairly and okay. that's all we can ask for you know it, it's very interesting to look at the it's hard it's really hard to be an elected official and i'm really glad that you were appointed to the rdc this year because we've talked about this in the past uh, you call me and say what the heck are you doing you know and, and you've seen now it's really difficult to be in there is it not i mean these are tough choices you got to make well they're tough choices that's right but and first of all, we want everybody out there listening to get involved, be active. Nobody hates it more than I do when I show up at an RDC meeting and no one's out there in the seats. Now, I got like 50 people at an RDC meeting one time. <laughs> I, I think I set the record. I'm sure you can. Uh, I think we've got the record. I've got the record for uh, Redevelopment Commission and town council meetings. Uh, we had people out the door at a couple of those town council meetings. And, and they were great meetings. Oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> bring, it was, the, bring the popcorn. It was great. Don't, don't you guys miss the show? I feel like the show has subsided a little bit. The circus has, has left town. Rob, the show got people there. Yeah, it did. You know, uh, when you're up there spending people's money, making changes to this community that are going to last generations, um, that's a lot of pressure. But if, you know, we want to say, but, you know, John, Bob, Linda, you were there. You know what? You were, you were giving us the thumbs up. Yeah. You know, and look what we've done together. Not me, not, not I, but as a group, we've come together and moved this town forward in positive ways that's going to last for a long, long time. I don't know if I've shared this story with you or not. I pulled it on the air before, but uh, when I was, I was working in the primary this year and I was knocking on doors for a candidate, and went to a guy's house. He was here in Brownsburg. And he comes to the door and he goes, uh, you don't know me, but I know you. And that is, that is dangerous because I was out walking on foot by myself when I hear that from people. You know, it's, you're looking around like, yeah. is there someone I can, uh, you know, I need one of those, uh, the, the, the emergency buttons like the elderly people have. I've fallen and I can't get up so I can call the police at any time. Yes. But anyway, uh, he steps out and he starts talking to me. And he goes, I want to thank you uh, for what you did to help defeat the referendum a couple years ago or last year. And, and I told him, I said, it wasn't me. I was just some guy on social media barking. I said, the BRFR guys are the ones who went out and did all the work. And he goes, no, no, no. He goes, as a collective, that was the right thing to happen. And this was before you guys had the agreement with, yeah. with uh, Dr. Snap. He said, but it, it was in the news that you guys were kind of working together. And he goes, I think everybody's going to get, you know, kind of get out okay. And he goes, I really, really appreciate that. Never met the guy before. Never seen him. Probably you'll never see him again. But it shows that people were paying attention. And... You guys, for all the grief you took, were the majority. 
you know, and we still get those type of messages today. You know, every time things heat up, hey, let, let, let me tell you, it's rough on me right now. I can't afford to take a, a 10 cent hit or a 5 cent hit. I can't afford to barely pay my wastewater bill now, you know, and keep my home. But you've got a half a million dollar abandoned funeral home that's your new home at the Parks Department. You know, and it's, an, and it's a beautiful new permanent home for that Parks Department. So uh, <laughs> I'm happy that we've taken a piece of property and put it back to good use here, here in Brownsburg. I, I may end up living there, you know. If it keep, you guys keep spending this money, I may end up living there. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, uh, Troy, uh, real quick, uh, give us an update. You are on the Towns Redevelopment Commission, so mm-hmm. wanna want to uh, wrap up talking about there's all sorts of big things going on. Give us an update on what's going on with, with downtown because St. Malachi, it's gone. St. Malachi School's gone. Yeah, it's so, gone. So your listeners might have seen the uh, fire, ter- fire territory over there this week. Yeah, they were there. Just doing drills, practicing, running through, uh, uh, through the building. Uh, that building's going to come down very, very soon. Uh, we are in the final stages of uh, our agreements with Envoy. Uh, Envoy is a uh, going to build a office uh, development over there, a multi-story. Um, you might be familiar, the, at least the listeners might be familiar with their um, locations in Plainfield and Fishers. Uh, nice uh, kind of entrepreneurial type of office space um, that is really going to bring to Brownsburg something that we don't have. Uh, for our small business people and people let's face it small business run we're also in um, talks and kind of got a we do have an agreement with um, another uh, developer over there um cons it's gonna be a big one big one mixed use development uh going in and that's hopefully they're going to be breaking ground towards the end of the upcoming baseball season yeah you guys gonna give a little uh, you guys gonna give a little league like 10 million bucks that's a rumor going around you literally gonna get a whole bunch of money from the town i didn't start that rumor <laughs> uh and the boat development is uh it looks like it's going to finally get off the ground with dirt turning hopefully before the end of the year as well again uh tell us who the folks were that you endorse and again we also want to remind everybody we do invite the teachers union to talk about their endorsements as well go ahead tell us okay for brown you have jen cox uh for lincoln you have two choices there and the first one's going to be for um, Brian Petrus, and the second one is going to be for Matt Frege. And I hope the listeners uh, join us and the voters that joined us uh, during the last time to put these uh, three candidates in office. I know for certain they will serve us well. And uh, you guys do have a Facebook page, right, where you agitate people and post things and things of that nature. Is that right? We sure do. Okay. Now, I'm going to let everybody know about this. So I put something out the other day. I'll close with this about whether I should reveal my very private ballot. You know, that's a very personal thing. You know, you're voting. Who you vote for. That's your, your right to privacy. But in the interest of public education, should I reveal my ballot? You know, should I reveal who I'm going to vote for? And even though the response was overwhelmingly, yes, tell us who you're voting for. We want to know. Here's what I've decided I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make I'm gonna gonna try to protect a little bit of my privacy, but yet inform the public. I'm gonna write a detailed description on each race and let the voters make up their minds for themselves. I'm gonna tell everybody what's at stake. What what's going on? I look forward to reading. Hey, that sounds great. All right, hey, don't forget if you missed any part of our conversation today with Troy about the BRFR, you can go back and listen anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud now. We're on iTunes. You can also listen anytime at our website at wyrz.org. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying, have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on ninety eight point nine WYRZ. 
Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 830-4. Tours of the facility are available. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.